0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Yashami's topic topic was katsira. What was the katsira? The katsira that was going to happen in between two portions of your field. Remember, there's three sections, section A and section C, and in the middle is section B, which you are going to uh, harvest – as shachas, as or shachat, you're, 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 you're harvesting it as a, a cheap grain food that you're going to give to your animals. We mentioned yesterday that it has to be, in our context, that it's already a third grown, and because it's already a third grown, it would have been chayiv and peah, and therefore when you harvested it early, that means you've now created a separation between fields one and three, and you possibly have to take peya from three fields now, instead of one. Okay? Yesterday we saw that Rav, Se, Rav felt that that opinion, which is the opinion of Rav Meir and the Mishnah and Peya, aligns with the opinion of the one who's usually his Barplukta, and that's Rabbi Yehuda. What did Rabbi say? Let's take a look. Tanin and Taman. There's a Mishnah in Menachos. The Gemara and payah quotes the Mishnah and Menachos. Amrav Yehudin. It means it's actually Yehuda there. Amrav Yehuda. Eimasai. What's A-Masai? I'll tell you. We know one of the mitzvahs we talked about is to bring the omer on the second day of Pesach. Till you bring the omer on the second day of Pesach, as we're going to learn in Shulchan Arach pretty soon, there's an Iser of eating any of the winter wheat. That's called chadash. You have to wait for the second day of Pesach in order to eat any of the grain materials from the wheat that was growing from the year before. But there's another iser, Yisr, uh, Yisr To do any Kitsira, even if you're not eating. Because it says, Ubekut is Kitsira, er Ubekut Zerachem is only on the... That the, has to be the first Kitsira that you do. It's Mikhidish. But that's what the Mishnah says. There's an isra' say, to start harvesting, even though you're not going to process the stuff. On In Eretz Yisrael, there's an isra' to harvest till the second day of the Omer. On that, Rabbi Yehuda said, what did Rabbi Yehuda say? Rabbi Yehuda said that if you are kotzer, shachas, you're not over the assay. If there's stuff that's growing and, it's, and, and, you, and you're harvesting it, you want to harvest it, you're over an assay if your coat's there before the second day of Pesach. It's one of the lavim. It's an assay that's connected to the idea of bringing the omer. Till you do, The first type of kitzirah that needs to be done is the kitzirah's mitzvah of the night of the second Pesach. Once they've done the kitzirah and gotten it ready, and turned it into the Omer that they're going to bring as the carbon. then I guess other people can harvest. But before the harvest was, before the the, the scythe was placed onto the standing corn, the standing grains, on the second night of Pesach, that's the Ketzirah, you can't do your own Ketzirah anywhere else either. You're over and i say if you do. But let's say what you did was not really Ketzirah. Let's say you were ripping it out of the ground, but it wasn't grown enough to be considered a harvesting. So that's what Rebutus says, you're not over the assay. But what? But he says, That's because you started in on a field that based on your knowledge of botany, the, the plants there had not grown yet a third. Therefore, what you did is not halakhically called a kitzira and it's not oser with the ase to do it before kitzira sa'omer is done. Next page. Avo im hevi shlish But once it's already a third grown, then you're over the ase of kitzira. Which is a special assay that you're over if, if you haven't waited for the ketziras ha'omer to take place. Now, yiktsor, if you are kotzeret, what's the din? Chayav vepeya, because it's a third grown. So you see, Rev Yehuda is similar to Rev Meir. Rev Yehuda in Menachos is similar to Rev Meir in Peya because it's a dependent on being chayiv and payah. It has to be a third grown. And now we say, dover shu chayiv as long as what you were kotzer was grown enough to be chayiv and payah, to have a shame katsira then it creates a separation between the sections of land. And you have to take paya from all the sections independently. Rabsay Raboy. Rabbi Zaira said, if you look at the Lashon of Rabbi Yehuda in Menachos, look at the way he said it. Ad shaloh hiviyu shlish. Meaning, you started to be kotzer before it had reached a third of its growth. Meaning that if while you were being kotzer, it got there, you're okay. As long as you start, you send in the Mexicans, you send in the, the, the workers into the field, Before it's a third grown, even though during the two or three days it takes to harvest everything, some of the material becomes more than a third. You're right at the precipice of growth. I don't know how you figure it out, but a farmer would know. Even though it ends up, by the time the Mexicans are finished harvesting everything, you can see that some of the stuff that they harvested had already been a third already. But since you started early enough, you started the beginning of the katsira, you started it early, because of that, it's going to be putter from Peya, even though as the katsira was ending, it, the, clearly the grains were uh, mature enough, but, but they are part of the katsira process, so you still have the putter of Peya. Uh, right and, and also the, you wouldn't be over the assay of Asa, of being kotzer before the Omer. The two things go hand in hand. So let's see it inside. Hischalat a afivu It's not peya, minaleket u'minapeya. And Kein, Rav Meir Omar. and Rav Meir would say the same thing, because we're putting Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda together the two enemies, not enemies, but they usually are on opposite sides. Here, Rabzeir says we're combining them. Rabmeir is talking about Hilchus Pea, that if you send the Mexicans in into field number two in the middle, and it had not yet grown to be a third, even though by the time they're finished, uh, the uh, the farm agent comes out and says, "Hey, this looks like it's this looks like it's uh, already a third grown." You don't have to worry about what that farm agent says because you started the process while it was still immature. Okay, next mishnah. You give pay for each of the three fields. So you, in this case, in this case, Henoch, you wouldn't have to because the field in the middle. The field in the middle uh, uh the field in the middle doesn't count unless you do unless you plow it over if you leave it that way then you you could, it's it's not considered a break okay now a which is a break when you have like an irrigation ditch in between two fields it's the type of ditch which makes it Impossible to plow to to harvest. I'm sorry from both sides of the from uh, of the ditch. In other words, it's 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 wide and you're short, or whatever, and because of that, you are not able to reach over normally and get the stuff. You have to go down the ditch and go into the other one. So that's already considered two fields. Rabbi Yehuda Omer if you can't be if you can't bring the scythe and, and get from both sides it means you have to go down and go up that means it's considered two fields now the Pusik says in Yeshaya, I believe when it comes to mountains people grow stuff on mountainsides they grow material that they harvest and eat However, what you're not able to do on the mountains because of the rocks and other things, you're not able to get the plow, and you can't get your animals in, and you can't work it normally. But you can work it by hand with a ma'ader. You can work it with a spade manually. So avobishen abakar, even though the guy who wants to use an animal can't get through there, yochol avor b'keilav, so you might say, hmm, look at my field. I've got one section of the field which is nice and flat. And then it's continuous. It goes up into this craggy mountain area where I can't use my normal uh, kelim. I can't use my normal utensils and what I usually use to harvest. So what's the din there? So you'd say, hey, that's two separate fields. The Mishnah says, no. Who knows? it's a field that's flat and then it goes up into the uh, into a mountainous area but that's all one field for you and even though you can't you 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 have to use a different standard a completely different style below to what you use as you're going up it's all considered one field and one paya is enough okay haven boyan maymar below plegan. They thought originally that Rav Yehuda here is not arguing with the mission of before that said a uh, talulis or an emas or shluis is considered a hepsik. He's just explaining how wide it has to be. But, eshkachalat. But then when we did some research, we found the brysa. What did the Bryson say? It said, if between two sections of your field, you have an irrigation ditch, which is there the whole year, bringing in water and stuff like that. And on that, Rabbi Yehuda made his shear of what? That sounds like Rabbi Yehuda was disagreeing. The Tanik holds. Even if it's a, a little emasamayim, even though it's a, it, it's a small one and you're allowed and you are able physically to be kotzer on both sides, it's still called a hef-sik. Rabbi Rabiudah says it's only a hafsik if you're not able to be, if you're able, uh, that it, it stops you from doing one kotzerah. The fact that it's physically there is not enough. So we see is arguing with the Mishnah before. That's what it says here. That's where it's considered a hefsik I'm standing on one edge, on one field, and because of this emaz hamayim in the middle, I cannot reach over and do ktsir on the other side. Hmm. mikan, How about... If the person stands, he's like standing in the middle of the emes So if he if he if he pulls the scythe one way, he can be cut to the field over here. If he pulls the scythe the other way, he can be cut to the field over there. Yeah. If he stands on one end, he can't reach over with the normal magel uh, and cut. But how about if he stands in the middle and it's not so deep, he's able to cut on both sides? Maybe that should count. Maybe that should be like only one field because he could be kotzer if he stood in the middle of the Eim Let's read it inside. Avul if he'd be standing in the middle, inside of the ditch, v'kotzer mikanu mikan. what would be there? Eino Right? Because Rebut is only talking about shenu yecholi kotzer So the Lord says, eshkach tani upolig. We found a, third, a second b'raisa, where we see that it's a machlokas. If you o the mikanu mikan? And the guy stands in the middle and he's able to wield his scythe and be able to cut on both sides. And what's the din? Mopsik. It's considered two fields, even though you can stand in the middle. Because if that's the only way you can be coats of them together it's still considered two fields. It's not, you came up with a shtick to be able to be coats to them in one shot by standing in the middle, but that's not normal. And therefore, it still counts as two fields. You have to take pay it twice. However, if it's such a short Amas <laughs> Hamayim uh, that you can do it mitzad echad, you can do it even from one side. You can just reach over and easily cut the other side, even though there's an Amas in between in between you and the other side, but if you can reach over with your scythe and normally cut the stuff growing on the other side, then it's not considered a abpsi no Anomopsic. let's do one last thing. let's say i've got one i've I've got two sections of field, okay, and now I have rocks. I have cella, I have solid rock lining the field. We talked about border areas. This is a solid piece of rock. Hmm, what's the din? There's other good stuff that's growing on the other side of the rock, but I've got this rock area that has, that goes the whole length. Is that considered a separation? So the Gemara, the Gemara says, or Shimon Lukish wanted to say, If, when he wants to plow in both fields, in both sections, when he gets to the rocks, he needs to lift up the plow, because otherwise the plow will break. The plow cannot go over this rock. He needs to lift the plow up and pick it up and move it on the other side. So then what's the din? It's then two fields. Then it's considered, obviously, two fields. You can't, you can't do harisha together. You can probably do katsira together. But you see, when it comes to doing harisha, you need to pick up the machresha and, and, and move it. But let's say you're able to go over the rock. Okay, it's a little bumpy, but you don't have to pick up the machresha then it's considered one field, even though it's a beautiful alignment of rocks. Eino Okay. Not Ratani, but one second. There's a b'raisa that says, Madrigot, let's say you have a field on an incline, and it's almost like steps. It looks like, it looks like natural steps in the ground. Shehein g'volot, asarat vachim. And each section is like tenth t'fachim above the other. So what do you see? You see, no sin peyeh achas v'achas. Because from section A to section B is a tenth t'fachim rise, so that's considered two separate sections. You have to give payah from each section. Hmm. Which shows you that, what well, it's got to be tenth t'fachim. mikan, if it's less than 10 no sin me'echad so you see that it's only when it's 10 t'vachim, 40 inches or so high, that the ground that it's so much higher is considered a separate field. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> When you're talking about lifting the, the the plow over the rock, it's definitely not 10 t'vachim. You still have to lift it. So one price says that what it's talking about is ten tfachim. A ten tfachim elevation separates two sections. And here we're saying if it's a big enough elevation that you would have to pick up the machresha, that's already considered a separation. From this price, it sounds like it's got to be ten tfachim. And if it's less than, even if, if it's not ten tfachim, even though it's big enough that you have to pick up the machresha, you would still be chayiv in payah. uh One, you would be putter. You know, One, one chayiv pay is enough. So that's the Gemara's question. So Gemara says, Gemara okay, says it's not a question. This that that other bryce has said it's got to be ten tefachim, and if it's less than ten tefachim, it's uh, it's it's considered one field that's because sofa, cuz look at the end of the brisa at the end of the brysa it says shimhayu roshe madre goat muravim if you look over there you can see that the that the the, the growth of the plants are all mixed together it's all it, it, you can see it all intertwined going upward and that's the reason why it's only if there's a break of ten that we say, despite the fact that it's intertwined, it's considered two fields. But the case of the rocks, the, the stuff growing on one side of the rocks are not intertwined with the stuff on the other side. That brysa that seemed to be talking about ten is the, the amount that we're concerned is only because it had the advantage of it all growing together and it was all interlocking together, the grains and and material was growing together. So therefore we said, even though they're all growing together, the roshe Madregos Umurovim, but if it's 10 Tvachim apart, it already counts as something separate. Less than 10 Tvachim, because they're growing together, that's why you could do one Paya on everything. Shemay roshe Madregos Umurovim, Shehu Nosein Me'echad.